0: Strap on the boots and scrape up the knuckles. Oh,
1: what a hit! He got jacked. This is the Big Red Raid, <laughs> Presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert.
2: Murray's going to score! Touchdown! Slammed to the ground by Buda Baker! Like a torpedo, he came flying into the backfield. ha, ha,
1: ha, ha, ha! over here's paul calvisi get the popcorn ready it's gonna be a show and ron wolfley it doesn't get any better
3: than that unleash the fury man is it good to be heard and seen or what our first in-person edition of the Big Red Rage, all presented by Santan, Ford, and Gilbert in over a year. Think about that. Ron Wolfley, you are looking at real faces here at Four Peaks Brewing Company in Tempe.
0: What a beautiful thing that is, Paulie. Makes me want to kill a hamburger, too. Do you
3: have one, Paul? (laughs) Do you have
0: maybe a cheeseburger?
3: So now when you say rise up
0: Red Sea, there is an actual (laughs) Red Sea that is here. How about that, man? It's so good to be here. No doubt about it.
3: The Red Sea out in force. And we are definitely putting the big into the big red rage tonight. Speaking of faces, someone we all recognize and is a little bit of a setup. It was 2017, and the Cardinals made a move in round two, made a move to the top of round two, and we're all wondering, well, why? What exactly is going on? And the man they drafted is with us here tonight, and we've seen exactly why. Because he's been a difference maker, he's been a playmaker, he's been a two-time first-team All-Pro, a three-time Pro Bowler in four years. In the last two years, he has led all DBs in total and solo tackles. He is Buddha Baker, everyone. Nice, nice. Man, do you do you feel as good as you look right now? You you, you look outstanding, Buddha. <laughs> hey, Seriously. I appreciate
4: that. You guys too, man. You guys too. I do feel good. I feel awesome. I'm excited, you know, just to see this. 2021 first first schedule, man. I'm I'm definitely excited for sure.
0: So of course, Buddha. For every player, what's in a number? Everything is in a number, right? And you yes. change numbers, of course. Number 32, Paulie. You're gonna hold it up on you right here. Number 32 to now number three,
4: Buddha. Yes. Can you tell us? Yes, yes, there it is. A
0: round of applause for number three. Yep. Go figure. Can you tell us why, Buddha? Why did you do that?
4: Man, you know, I've been 32 my whole life. Little league, you know, middle school, high school, going to the college, 32, you know. NFL, you know, as, the, as you guys, you know, knew my first couple years, a great Tyron Matthew was number 32. One of the guys, that, you know, I look up to, very great player. And then, you know, once he left, you know, I kind of waited another year. Then that next year I tried to get my number back. And it was definitely exciting. Definitely felt great. And then going into that fourth year was definitely also exciting, great, all pro honors, all that type of stuff. It was all cool. But, you know, once they allowed the single digits, I was like, <laughs> man, I got to go to single digits. I got to do something new. You know, my own identity, my own, you know, legacy It's going to be in that number three. So I'm definitely excited for sure.
3: Well, he's going to put his autograph on this jersey. So there will be one attendee here, one Cardinals fan, lucky fan who will win this by the end of the night. Will this be the first ever officially autographed Buda Baker number
4: three jersey? Yeah, first
0: ever. ever. Nice. Boy, that is nice.
3: We
4: need like a VIN number on this, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) hey, I have not signed any signatures. This will be the only one.
3: Well, you know, Wolf's nosy. He wants to know how many old jerseys did you have to buy out. What kind of check did you have to write? He, he wanted to ask you the TMZ question. You know, I mean, what did it cost you exactly to make
4: this move? Man, it was it was a good 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 piece of amount. You <laughs> now, know? Dude, don't good, look at me, boy. Bit 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 look at Paul. Bit he number. asked the question. <laughs> Just uh, put that put a five onto that three, and that's how much it was. Okay, right. Let's see.
0: Son of a truck driver here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, it's an investment in your marketing future. Okay, yeah. you mentioned. In the, the schedule we see it on here we barely recognize you we're in the number three we got to get used to us so let's talk about the first installment of this schedule the first four games by the way the preseason out of the gates on the cardinal schedule dallas and kc at home at new orleans remember three preseason games because it's 17 game regular season wolf's pumping his fist on that one i'm with you on Gumbob that one <laughs> you guys open at tennessee give me a few thoughts on going against ryan tanhill derrick henry yeah and
4: exactly few thoughts one thought is derrick henry you know uh played against him my rookie year but you know they you know it wasn't used as much but now seeing him in uh tennessee seeing what he's doing is is definitely special and definitely going to be excited to tackle him so that's a physical yeah. team right there kind For of sure. like
0: minnesota in week number two your first home game of course but the minnesota vikings like to pound it too Boda.
4: yeah exactly great run game as well dalvin cook got him uh got him cooking over there and uh, definitely excited to uh, play against them as well the great p2 nation is gonna come back already (laughs) hey man you know
3: pat as well as anyone how fired up is pat p gonna be for week two back in the ac
4: oh yeah he's gonna be fired up (laughs) He, he would will, he will definitely be fired up, and uh, hopefully uh, he's my dog and all. I love you, P too, but hopefully he doesn't have a good day that game. All right, how about going against a rookie quarterback? This this could be the first of three
3: rookie quarterbacks you go against. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, maybe, but you know you're going to be going against Trevor Lawrence in Week 3.
4: Yeah, that's Sunshine. That's what he reminds me of, Sunshine. So uh, Definitely a guy coming from Clemson who's definitely played great football over there. It's definitely going to be exciting to, to play against the rook.
0: So, then you travel in week number 4, you travel to LA to play the Rams with Matthew Stafford as their quarterback. How do you expect that offense to look? Do you, do you expect it to look different, Buddha?
4: Oh, man, I kind of honestly, a I, little I bit. definitely yeah, they're definitely a run-boot team, but with Matthew Stafford, I think he's going to put a whole another, um, you know, whole another specialty to the Rams. So, He's definitely a great quarterback, and, uh, you know, he, he he dislocated my finger the last game. So, you know, he throws the ball very fast, very hard, great arm. Definitely going to be excited to go after him. Which sure.
0: one, Buddha? Which one got
4: it? Show my me left one. My left one. Left, your yeah. index finger? Yeah, this one right okay. here. Okay. Yep. <laughs> At the time, it was, I already had the thumb, so I I tried How bad
0: was it, brother? Man? Oh, man, it, it I was a pretzel. Yeah, it? It,
4: it went all the way back. It was a third, <laughs> third and long. So, thankfully, <laughs> well, we, we had to get off the field right there. So, I was definitely, I was able to get it, you know, put back see, in place. See, a to, former player wants up. to
0: know the details, Paul. Yeah. Okay,
3: we want to know the details <laughs> of it. You, you still had a cast on one of those hands when you made yep. your first career pick at dallas right
4: yeah i did i did first career you know, people <laughs> said i don't have hands but i just i feel like i don't get much opportunities i definitely think i have hands and you know that first pick definitely showed you a little bit about my hands with that cast it was it was a big whole thing so if you uh, ever try to use something without your thumb it's definitely hard
0: <laughs> so buddha on these first four games is there one that stands out to you is there one that you say man of these first four games right here what what's the one game that might stand out to you
4: oh man i'm i'm a very i'm a guy who believes in week one take it one day at a time one week at a time so for me would definitely be tennessee and tennessee 10 a.m game as you guys see and uh yeah that'll be week one so the The one I'm looking forward to the most is definitely week one. And that's going to be the fur is going to
0: fly. I mean, that is going to be maybe the most physical game of those first four games right there. It's not only the fact that the Tennessee Titans run the ball so well. It's also the fact that I think we're going to try to attack them and their rushing uh, defense as well. I think they're going to try to run the ball in between the tackles against the Titans because they struggled with that.
3: Well, and we know the objective of Steve Kine building this team in the offseason, physicality, has been job one. Booty, I know you've heard that, and he's proved that based on the guys he signed and the guys he's brought in and the guys he's drafted. That seems to be a major focus this offseason. You guys are going to be tested right out of the gate in that regard, aren't you?
4: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, uh, great running back in Derrick Henry. He's a great running back huge big guy who who's not afraid to hit the hole and then like you said with Tannehill, he got he got guys on the outside who can you know run the great over routes and the post routes and the, and the slant routes that get them uh you know those yak yardage so definitely and you know what single game tickets are on sale right now you go to
3: com slash game ticks that's com slash g-a-m-e t-i-x that's game t-i-x and that's your website and they're on sale right what do you look for when you look at a schedule, when it comes out, is there anything in particular you look at first? Uh, Wolf mentioned by You obviously want to know where that stacks up. Is there anything else in terms of
4: rivalries or, or weather? W- what do you glance at first? Yeah, you know, I, I, I glance at the end of the year, uh, you know, the away games that we have. So right here is this – these black are – away game so chicago week 13 i look at that that's gonna be a cold game so i'm getting ready for that mentally but uh honestly like i said one week at a time i'm just only thinking about the team at hand so right now first game of the season is going to be the tennessee titans I used
0: to hate the bye, Buddha. I did. I I don't want to get into the reasons why. I don't. I'm old, and, you know, I don't want to get into the reasons why. The bye, I couldn't stand it. But the bye week is the 12th week of the season. Do you like that? Do you like where the bye week is?
4: Uh, I mean, me, I I definitely like it, you know. Um, If anybody who knows me and who is a fan of me, my girlfriend is actually pregnant. So her due date is actually November 25th. (laughs) To november 28th so <laughs> that's,
2: that's a round crazy. of
4: applause so um, <laughs> we've got a winner hopefully it's that bye week you know disappear for a few days help the lady did, out.
3: did you call roger goodell and say you know what hey Raj, man, man. You, can you help
4: me out with this bye week it- <laughs> I wish I did, but I didn't. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, uh, Roger Goodell, for showing So I think it's
0: kind of cool, though, because, again, in the 12th week, then you have six games after that. So yeah. it's kind of cool that it's later. It's later in the year. It's later in November. What is it? Uh, the 28th, right? That's where it actually falls, Molly? Yep, Thanksgiving November week. 28th. And then wow. you got six games after that.
4: To me, that's a playoff run right there yeah you get that by and then here we go yeah i mean i i understand for sure i'm i'm definitely excited i'm not gonna talk playoffs i'm not gonna That's talk good Super i Bowls, like that but,
0: so you yeah know. see the fat old guy can <laughs> talk playoffs <laughs> You can't. You're right about that. That's good. That's well done by you.
3: Once again, I know I speak for Buddha when I say everyone is looking forward to the fans being back in State Farm Stadium and game tickets on sale now. AZCardinals.com slash GameTix, G-A-M-E-T-I-X. Back with more Buddha Baker on the Big Red Rage. (laughs)
4: It's going to be bad for him, it's going to be bad for him, and I'm right here. Hey, you will to know these soon?
2: Run play to Homer off the right side across the 45. He gets leveled at the 47-yard line. Buda Baker came flying in there with a hit. Brought down by Baker at the 35-yard line. Buda Baker on the safety blitz. Salton gets hit and slammed to the ground by Buda Baker. Like a torpedo, he came flying into the backfield. Over the middle, picked off. Intercepted by Baker at the 15, gets up and runs. Pass near side, picked off by Baker at the 5. Running left to the 10 to the 20. The chase is on. Buda Baker ran it, jumped it, picked
3: it. What a day, Buda Baker! Hey, prime time was Buda Baker time last year. Wolf, you remember against Seattle, the OT win at home, right? And you had Sunday Night Football and Buda Baker against his hometown team. 14 tackles. He had the pick. He had the tackle for loss. He had a pass defense. And then you had at Dallas on Monday Night Football. He had seven tackles, had a sack, had pick number one. I mean, think of, I mean, it's too many stats to list right there. In primetime, you were at your best. What is it about the national TV slot, perhaps, that gets the best out of you?
4: Oh, man. I don't know. Honestly, that's been how I've been since I was young high school college every every time the lights are on in those national stage games i i seem to to do i feel like what i always do but a lot of people see you know on national tv so it's definitely uh definitely something that i want to continue to do for sure
0: Buddha, what is your demeanor before a game because i just heard the crazy laugh there yeah, <laughs> right? you yeah, know what, yeah, you, you I know what i'm talking right about Buddha? <laughs> you couldn't you, you let the crazy laugh out right there is that kind of who you are before you start the games? Do you let yourself tap in
4: to that side of you? Yeah, I do. I do. You know, um, early on, you know, driving to the stadium or on the bus going to the wherever stadium we're going, I usually listen to like R and B music. You know, cool music, just chilling, lovey Chillin'. dovey, chill music, and just you know let my emotions settle and just you know hang out and chill. And then once we, once we start the pregame, that's when I listen to my, you know, my rap music or heavy, heavy tempo music. And then uh, we, we go back in, and once I come out, you know, that's where my character comes out. So Got the laugh that's just go excitement, out. passion, um, just excitement for the game because
3: when you've been mic'd up you've had a lot of great moments there've been a lot I mean whether it's you reacting or talking or pumping other guys up so uh look let's take a look at the next eight games in the Cardinals schedule and by the way three primetime games for the Arizona Cardinals this year including the game at home against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at least we think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers Thursday night football but it all begins that second set of four the Niners at home and at Cleveland against Houston just tell me about that Niners matchup and The difference between maybe going against a Jimmy G or the rookie Trey Lance perhaps
4: yeah uh which one that would be week five week five yep right right there man you know uh I think it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo uh you know let the young guy kind of see a little bit just like how the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes but if it's a young guy he's definitely one of those guys who can throw who can run he you know puts a whole nother aspect to the to the 49ers with the QB run games you guys saw you know last year when they used their backups they kind of did a little more QB run game so with this new with this new uh, QB I definitely feel like they're gonna utilize him in the run game and he's a guy that you know he doesn't turn down hits so hopefully they they teach him that he needs to slide but uh, he's, he's a big guy fast um, can throw the ball and uh, I'll definitely be excited to see him. Hopefully next year. So after
0: San Francisco at home, you travel to Cleveland. All oh, the Cleveland Browns, right? At Cleveland in an afternoon start. That's going to be a four o five afternoon start right there. Talk about Baker Mayfield. Who who would you rather sack, Jimmy G
4: or Baker Mayfield? Oh, man, both of them. Both of them. <laughs> they're, they're, they're both With sacks. impunity. Yeah, they're both sacks in the in the in the books. So. Uh, But yeah, Baker Mayfield, a guy who's definitely coming out of Oklahoma, uh, being the number one pick, a guy who's definitely has showed up and showed who Baker Mayfield can be. And uh, that last game they had last year, he was throwing some dimes, and um, he's a great QB. And I'm definitely excited to go against him, too. I've never played in Cleveland, so, you know, hopefully that's indoor, right? So that'll be cool. Actually, it's the outdoor. Oh, it's outdoor? outdoor. Yeah. Thank goodness
3: it's it's mid-October. exactly. Although, I I actually played
4: there two years, 92, 93. Okay, (laughs) before I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Dang,
3: I wasn't even thought of yet. Just you're brutal here. So brutal. (laughs) I'll save Wolf by saying, you know what? Honestly, guys, I'm surprised that they didn't put that in prime time baker against kyler yeah cleveland coming off a playoff win uh, against the steelers Uh, honestly i was kind of surprised was one surprise in this thing for me and then you're gonna have houston at home and of course you got jj watt you got d hop going Mm -hmm. against their former team i mean how amped up do you think those guys will be
4: yeah those guys would definitely be amped up and uh, excited for sure and then of course
0: thursday night you have the green bay packers at home oh my goodness the the media that is swirling around the green bay packers right now and aaron Rodgers, and whether or not aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback here uh would you like to weigh in on that at all to <laughs> yeah. so whether or not aaron Rodgers <laughs> is going to be the quarterback because i think he is yeah it's just no way
4: i definitely believe he is as well he's aaron Rodgers. he's one of those guys that you, you just can't trade him can't trade him I'm sorry you just can't do it if if he 100% you know wants to uh not be there and you know play like Adam Sandler and stomp the yard then (laughs) all right maybe you might have to trade him but other than that man you cannot trade Aaron Rodgers that's like that's like trading uh Russell Wilson from the Seahawks which everybody knew that wasn't going to happen what do you do to get ready for a quarterback of that caliber?
3: It, it, does it come down? What is the key? Is it come down to film work? Is there something else you have to match wits with a guy like that who's not only beating you with his rocket arm and the accuracy, but with his mind
4: and his experience? I mean, what do you do going against a guy like that? Yeah, you got to watch a lot of film. You know, uh, our second year we actually played him and with Steve Wilkes uh, over in Green yes, Bay. Yes, that and, was uh, cold. We, yeah, yeah, that was cold game. We, we got that W, so... Um, with Aaron Rodgers, you definitely have to watch a lot of film. Um, during the game, you got to try and get whatever they're trying to do. It's it's a matchup league. They're going to try and you know see whatever matchup that we have that they have and display that matchup. So you know whatever that is, they're usually going to find it within the first 15 plays, and then you you go from there. Hey, the best seats, the best prices. Join the Cardinals season ticket priority list
3: today and get both at azcardinals.com slash priority list. In fact, that game with Steve Wilkes, you got Mike McCarthy fired. He was fired about two hours after that Cardinals win at Green Bay. So then, we'll from there, week nine at the Niners. Okay, we talked about the Niners a little bit. How about week 10 home against Carolina? What do you think of when you think of Carolina, especially now with Sam Darnold at quarterback? Matt Rule, once again, your second straight year playing in the new Carolina coach. Yeah, I mean, of course you missed that yeah, game exactly, last year.
4: Exactly. I can't and we saw
3: the much. Cardinals defense right, Oh my last year. Yes. We don't want to see that again. I'll just yeah. leave it at that. So, uh, Christian McCaffrey will be back And you'll be back in that one. So, okay, let's go to at seattle We got to save some time for this anyway, because it's your hometown Come on now be honest. You always look for where the at seattle game is,
4: right? Oh, yeah, for sure I love playing against seattle playing against a hometown team Uh, Trained with a lot of guys over in Seattle, so definitely love to talk to them during the game and, uh, you know, playing at home against fellow uh, fans, fellow, you know, UW fans, Bellevue High School fans. It's definitely fun to go against them because, uh, you know, after the game, it's definitely fun getting W's and uh, them talking. Russell was criticizing the front office a little bit
0: and the coaching staff and talking about that offensive line and maybe getting some better players in front of him to help protect him a little bit more here. Do you think he's got a little bit of work to actually do inside that Seahawks locker room, Buddha?
4: Man, I mean, I I cannot control the Seahawks locker room. So uh, I let the Seahawks be the Seahawks, (laughs) and uh, I don't really care about them. I just, um, you know hopefully they do whatever they they got to do but at the end of the day i'm a cardinal so uh yeah that's all i got that is a good answer (laughs)
3: it it was so weird all of 2020 was strange but to be in seattle and have no fans i mean i can't believe i'm about to say this i almost missed the 12s almost missed the 12s you know but they fire you guys up don't they that yeah. venue and that noise level, you guys, it just seems like you're guaranteed to play a good game just because it's you against the world in that venue.
4: Yeah, that's how it feels. It's definitely exciting, especially coming out that locker room and that Seahawks Heckler always <laughs> talking saying the whatever. Yep. It's it's definitely fun, um, you know, going against them in, in their hometown for two. Do, sure. do you know uh was it two years ago he
3: ripped my backpack? He said uh, he said my nine year old daughter has that backpack. He ripped me, the sideline guy. Has he has he ever had a sign at your expense? has he said anything, the heckler guy,
4: about you? No sign of my expense, but he called me little guy one time. Two years ago it was. And uh, he called me a little guy before that game. And that game, I kind of – I think I injured like two or three of the running backs that game. And uh, we got the W. And uh, after the game, was very cool of him, he did – he definitely accepted the loss, and we shook hands. And, you <laughs> well, know. he calls Paulie yeah, Bonaparte.
0: Okay, so after the bye, we've already talked a little bit about the bye right there, Buddha. Yeah. You're at Chicago.
4: Your thoughts on being in Chicago, the Windy City, playing the Bears? The Windy City, like you said, is going to be a, a grinded-out game. I feel like it's definitely going to be some type of weather, rain, sleet, snow, something. Those, that's going to be a game where we're going to have to grind it out. 11 Are you okay game. with that, Buddha? Oh, Are you yeah. okay
0: with that snow? I mean, do you like that? The, it's from the cold Seattle. Weather. If it's wet, he's fine. Yeah, well, Seattle, exactly. you know what? That's a warm rain
4: ball.
1: <laughs> that's not that.
4: the Chicago rain. Man, no, I'm, I'm definitely – I'm cool with the rain. I'm cool with the snow, anything. You know, the Cardinals' uh, assistants definitely have everything taken care of on the field, on the sideline. It's it's hot. I mean, if you saw us on the sideline, we're, it feels like we're in Arizona on the sideline. They got all types of machines that give you heat and, you know, you know you're only cold once you get in the game. And by that time, you, your mental's already – messed up you're not cold you you just don't feel anything so it's definitely uh that that's a game where we're definitely going to have to grind out for sure well
3: there's another game where you're likely i'm guessing at that point by week 13 to see justin fields oh yeah if, you that's know it's good so,
0: observation Molly. i
3: mean it's amazing the athleticism of these quarterbacks remember a couple of years ago kyler murray showed up we called him the future of football and slowly but surely it has been trending in that direction so get more into this schedule. Once again, the best seats, the best prices. Join the Cardinals season ticket priority list and get both when you go to azcardinals.com slash priority list. We'll talk about the additions to the defense in the offseason. We'll talk about some of these rookies in the secondary and what's a realistic expectation and what is the role of a team captain like Buddha and a two-time All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. We continue with the Big Red Rage, all presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford from Four Peaks Brewing Company in Tempe.
1: J.J. Watt has just tweeted that he has signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Whoa!
2: J.J. Watt signing with the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) That
1: came out of nowhere. So this is it. This is it. Okay. Let's go. I love the fit.
4: A massive deal for really one of the more up-and-coming teams in the NFL.
1: J.J. Watt coming to the NFC West. It just gets better and better and better. That division is stacked. My gosh. That's an outstanding son. From the Cardinals' point of view, this piece is the difference. Excited for Arizona Cardinals fans. Look at Steve God Got his arrest. Pushing buttons, making calls. Let's go, JJ Watt. What what what, what? 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 He's JJ Watt. What, what? What?
0: He's big guy. What? What, Same what? Houston what? had nosebleed. What? Tackles people. What? He does this little
2: dance.
3: The unmistakable Pat McAfee show right there and some of the national media reaction when the Arizona Cardinals started the offseason by signing, wait for it, J.J. Watt and then just kept building the defense from there. We just heard the reaction on uh, the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford here at Four Peaks Brewing Company in Tempe. Now let's get the reaction to the additions of the defense to Buda Baker, right? Pro Bowl safety. Would you think, as Steve Kime made some of these moves, starting with JJ Watt?
4: Yeah, JJ Watt. I was definitely excited for that. Um, getting Chandler Jones back as well. Really good friend of mine. But JJ Watt, a guy who's been doing it for a very long time and a guy who's um, definitely feels a lot of excitement about coming onto the team and um, wants to do everything that he can to help the team. You know, has talked to guys already, texted guys, and seen how guys are doing you know he's asked me about guys and players uh you know what they like to do what they don't like to do so he's definitely invested and he's a great you know great player and uh, to see him and Chandler on opposite sides is definitely gonna uh hopefully uh, get get offenses in some trouble for sure
0: Buddha, what is going to be the biggest adjustment for Zavin Collins coming in as a rookie and how can you help him if at all?
4: Uh, I think the biggest challenge he'll probably get is the speed of the, uh, the, speed of the game, yeah. kind of. You know, guy, he's, like you guys, you've seen, he's huge, uh, very fast. He thinks of himself as a Brian Erlacher. So, you know, i I definitely seen, you know, a couple highlights of him. And it looks like a guy who can shoot the gap and, uh, you know, play man, play zone, do the things that we want him to do on our defense. So um, I definitely think he's going to, he's going to, be well in this league for sure. Malcolm Butler was signed, a veteran
3: corner, had over hundred tackles. As I Jeffrey love Tess- Butler. Robert Alford, I know you love the two training camps Robert Alford had before he got hurt, so, uh, you know, he, boom. If he's healthy, you know he's going to compete for playing time, if not a starting gig, and then you have the two rookie corners that were drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. When you see some of the athleticism, for example, on the round four pick out of Florida, Marco Wilson, six foot even, he ran a 4-3-4, he's got a 43 and a half vertical and 26 reps on the bench. He started as a True freshman in the SEC at corner. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some potential there. And then a guy like Tay Gowan, who uh, sat out last year uh, for family reasons, but guy with size and speed, 6'1, 186, and, uh, you know, supreme confidence. He's already calling himself Gowan Island. So when you have those two rookie corners, how are you going to be able to mentor those guys (laughs) to some degree?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm definitely excited to see what those guys can do. Uh, First and foremost, we're going to see them on the field and, you know, help them out with the however we can but for me being a DB being a safety I'm definitely going to have to give them the calls help them out whatever they need help with and um, have a lot of we have a lot of faith in G money the corners coach over there and uh, you know even guys like Byron who is going to help the young guys for sure and um, I'm I'm excited to see what these guys can do for sure
3: you know there's the rookie safety James Wiggins real quick he said the other day that he's going to be starstruck when he sees you in person that is the first maybe rookie who's going to show up who spent his college career watching your film Buddha. Wow. so that's going to be a little different huh
4: yeah that'll definitely be different for sure <laughs> Buddha, are you going to take it easy on him i mean
3: uh, honestly
4: uh, yeah of <laughs> he's course a
0: rookie how, how do you treat rookies how do uh, you treat
4: rookies Buddha? i'm a nice guy you know i'm one of the guys that you know the rookie hazing and get my pads and uh you know get which get the snacks and all that type of stuff but um yeah you know I, I'm a, I'm one of those guys you know I wasn't treated that way I only had to get uh you know food for the guys on away games so that was rough sometimes almost missing the plane but uh, other than that you know these these guys will be all right now wait what was Tyron Matthew's order what would Tyron Oh man they, he, they would... want me to order everything out the book like <laughs> I feel like they wanted me to get be late to the plane honestly <laughs> No, I'm just messing with you. They all they I think I got them. Uh, what was it? Papa's a few times. Popeyes a few times. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. all different yeah. types of food. Yeah,
3: even if they didn't <laughs> eat it, they'd order it. I know. Uh, all right, let's go to the last five games of the schedule. You're going to have the Rams. That's going to be Monday night football, and then you're going to go to Detroit. You're going to get the home game on Sunday, Chris, well, on Saturday Christmas Day against the Colts and then at Dallas and then Seattle. So those last five games here, starting there, what pops out to you when you look at some of those matchups?
4: Oh, I mean, L.A. Rams, like always, team who you know we haven't beat and a team that we're definitely excited they're going to be playing against in our division, a team we're going to have to beat if we want to go to where we want to go to. Um, you see the Colts game, of course, never played against the Colts. Um, Dallas, is this Dallas in Dallas? At Dallas. Yes. Okay, that'll be that'll be a fun game. January 2nd, that'll be a fun game. Dallas fans are always crazy, as you guys know. And, of course, that last week against the Seahawks. Really, that last week against the Seahawks is going to be fun. Um, you know, I believe that both teams are going to be good, and we'll see what happens in Week 18.
0: Yeah, before we talk a little bit more about that, what about the Rams game on Monday night? Do you like playing on Monday night, Buddha?
4: I like, you know, I like all national televised games. I'm not going to complain. Uh, the Monday night games, you know, you're sore for a couple of days, and you know, you got to get back going for that same week on Sunday, so those, those games are definitely uh, fun while it's happening, but the next day It's Tuesday, and you got to get ready for Sunday game. So, yeah,
3: yeah, no doubt about that. And then you'll you're going to know the uh, Lions' quarterback, Jared Goff, right? So uh, the former Ram, and then you're going to have Carson Wentz against uh, and, and the Colts, and then yeah, that trip to Dallas. What is it about playing the Cowboys that get guys? amped up and i know there's the texas connection obviously with kyler and cliff kingsbury and all that and then there's the stadium right it just has yeah. that feel doesn't it
4: exactly this i feel like that stadium is just you know it has that feel texas football you know people are crazy about their texas football um and just going against the americans team and the uh, dallas cowboys it's definitely fun to go against them for sure the star is maddening too just yeah. looking at the star yeah. it makes you want to hit the star
0: no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, what
4: for sure what about playing on christmas day how do you feel about that oh man i mean never played a christmas game that would be fun that would be a fun game um excited that'll be a game that you know a lot of fans will be able to see christmas day kids will get to wake up open their presents and uh watch a cardinal football game so (laughs) that'll definitely be fun
3: Hey, you're going to be a dad on Christmas Day.
4: Yeah, exactly. That'll be awesome, too. Yeah,
3: that'll yeah. be really cool. That'll be, at least it's a later game on, on Christmas Day. So you know, Wolf, My I
4: birthday's don't... a t- Oh, never mind. I was looking <laughs> at week 18, January 9th. Oh, on My January? birthday's the 10th. You know, so. <laughs> you can
3: flex now. You can flex games after week 12 is the rule this year. Okay, okay. I would not be shocked if Dallas has a good season. Obviously, Seattle, and if there's a division title on the line or a playoff spot on the line, I would not be shocked if one of those last two games got flexed into prime time. You know, no, I'm with you on that, Paul. I'm just looking ahead on that one. Yeah, no doubt about trying it. To see that. With Russell Wilson, by the way, what have you learned about Russell Wilson? What are you going to tell some of the rookies when they go against Russell Wilson for mm. the first time?
4: Um, he's he's a houdini houdini in the pocket a guy who can throw at all angles and a guy who can just get open and just throw the rock you know i i remember last year a touchdown that was uh caught on me against dk he ran like a over went vertical went corner like russell had the ball for at least eight seconds and it was a perfect dime and That's what I'm going to tell guys for sure. Plaster, plaster. When you play the Seahawks, you got to plaster. It's not just their routes. They don't just run, you know, football routes. They run backyard football, Russell gets open, and let's party. So that's the Seahawks. Booty, you know what's
0: incredible about it? You guys were number five in sacks per attempt last year. Sacks, number five in sacks per attempt. Without Chandler Jones, how much better is your pass rush going to be with him? Yeah,
4: I, I definitely think it's going to be a lot better. We'll see, and uh, you know, I don't really want to say much, but we'll see how it all goes. It definitely, is going to feel like we'll we'll do great things. That's what I love about you. You're
0: you're more about doing.
4: Than talking. Yeah, aren't you? yeah. You exactly. always have that. Exactly. No, no, I'm not much of a talker. I'm sorry, but it's boring to you guys. No way. No, I'm no. not a big talker. I'm more about that action. No hey. way. Oh,
3: hey. We love the way you play with that action. <laughs> How about it for Buddha Baker? He's in demand. He's going to leave us and go network. He's going to go to NFL Network and join them and talk about the Cardinals' schedule in the upcoming season. How about it once again? Buddha Baker, everyone. The Cardinals' All Pro safety. Yes, sir. And it's great to great to have you. Thanks for coming yeah, out, Buddha.
4: Appreciate you guys having All
3: right, we continue with the big red rage right after this.
2: Murray back to throw, flushed out, rolling left in trouble, slips a tackle, gotta launch it. He does. Left side into the end zone, jump ball, and it is. Is it caught? Is it caught? Oh my goodness, it's caught! DeAndre Hopkins caught it! He caught it for a touchdown with one second left! I can't believe it! You've got to be joking me! Hopkins reaches up with three defenders around him and pulls it in! And the Cardinals lead it 32-30 to 30 with a second left! You can't cover Duke! You're not going to be able to cover him! Throw the
0: ball up.
3: What a great call from the collective voice of the Arizona Cardinals, Dave Pash. Ron Wolfley, wolf is here. Paul Calvisi, special thanks again to Buddha Baker for joining us on this very special edition of the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford here at Four Peaks Brewing Company in Tempe. I still can't believe that went down. I was in that end zone. All I know is you had four guys hit the ground, and I'm like, wait a minute. None of the Bills' DBs have the ball, and I don't see the ball on the ground anywhere. So process of elimination, I'm going to reverse engineer this. DeAndre Hopkins must have the ball, and he did have the ball in the Hale-Murray.
0: It's incredible, Paulie. Players win games, and... You know, that play, you go back and look at it. Kyler Murray escaping from the pocket and actually rolling out, buying himself time, and then making that throw down the field. It wasn't a Hail Mary. A lot of people, you know, we call it the Hail Mary, of course. It was not. It was DeAndre Hopkins by himself over there. That was by design as well. And Just the fact that Kyler Murray had the athleticism to extend the play, get out of the pocket, and then that throw that that kid made down the field on the run like that with somebody in his face unbelievable throw and then to have deandre hopkins elevate go up high point the ball catch it and bring it down with three guys literally hanging on him Players win games, Paulie. Never forget that.
3: And then just the lack of a reaction from DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, it's almost as if he expected to make the catch. Everyone else was going berserk except DeHoff. Ha.
0: Paul, have you ever seen his hands, Paul?
3: I, <laughs> I mean, <know>. right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. And, yeah. He, he could palm like three basketballs. There's sickles yeah. that hang uh, by his side. It, it is amazing. And you just never know when that moment is going to happen. The schedule is out and single game tickets are on sale right now at azcardinals.com slash game ticks. That's azcardinals.com slash game T-I-X. You look at this schedule. We went over it with Buddha. I don't know what stands out to you, Wolf. Uh, I do know it's going to be great to have more fans in the stands, and uh, many more fans will be able to see those sort of moments, like the win against the Bills in the dramatic fashion. I look at this and I go, okay, you know what? There's nothing really crazy. There's not like three straight games on the East Coast. You know, you start with three of your first four on the road, three of your last five at home, okay, but three of those first four on the road, one of them is a road trip to L.A. to take on the Rams, so it's just an hour. You only have one 10 a.m. kickoff, from what I can tell, because your game at Cleveland is actually in the National Afternoon Showcase slot, a 1 o'clock Arizona kick, 4 o'clock in the east. You know, bad weather games? Well, sure, early December at Chicago, you never know. what. You could be 60 degrees, it could be 10 degrees. You have no idea there. Late September at Jacksonville, could be hot and humid. We'll see about that. We've been there and done that one in Jacksonville before. Yeah, those are just sort of my initial takeaways and then of course you know some of the division games down the stretch taking on the rams in seattle in the last five weeks yeah
0: paulie you know what uh, weeks four through six that's the fist fight there paulie i mean that to me you know what it's like at cal berkeley how brutal okay. it was all the fist no, fights paulie we're got pacifists we're at, pacifists at cal berkeley week four through six at the rams san francisco at home at cleveland i think that is the first fist fight of the season and then the brawl Happens at the end of the season as far as I'm concerned. That's home against the Colts. That's at Dallas. And I expect Dallas to be much better, much more physical. They better especially be. Especially with a Dak, a healthy Dak Prescott. And then of course Seattle at home. I see that as a brawl. Those three games, once again, back to back to back right there. Those are the two rough spots. The tough tough football games that are going to be played, I think, of the season. They're all tough, Pauly, but when you start stacking them up, back to back to back, that's when it becomes really, really physical and really difficult as a player inside that locker room.
3: And for what it's worth, the Cardinals' strength of schedule is 13th in the NFL. That's based on last year's win loss record. Absolutely. Which, you know, as a grain of salt, but, you Bobby. know, it it's it, your point, it always evolves especially
0: obviously. Especially now in the NFL, there's so much change. There's so much that is happening in the off season, especially with some of these quarterbacks. We've never seen an off season like this with a quarterback club and the quarterback club is real Paulie you know all about it and the fact that now things are changing the dynamic is changing with the likes of Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and now there's a lot more say that these guys want to be involved in in some of the decisions in the off season it's very interesting to watch
3: and- those marquee quarterback matchups, that's what jumps off the page to me in this schedule as well. I mean Kyler against Aaron Rodgers, Kyler against Russell Wilson twice, Kyler against Matthew Stafford twice, Dak Prescott Get is to back. it, ball. Yeah Trevor Lawrence. The other rookies that you have there, you know, what I mean, you
0: it, mentioned it earlier, Kyler you know, against Baker, Baker Mayfield.
3: <laughs> I, you just, I can't believe that isn't in prime time. I, I just uh, that that's shocking to me. And then the potential of going against three rookie quarterbacks. If you're Buddha Baker, he's not going to say it. We'll say it for him. He's got to be looking his chops at the prospect of going against a Trevor Lawrence, a Trey Lance, a Justin Fields, all in the same season. That that's an area where a guy like Buddha can have some fun trying to exploit the inexperience of rookie quarterbacks, albeit very talented yes. and athletic. All three of them have serious athleticism, you know, but that, it makes it intriguing.
0: That first game against the 49ers, Paulie, week number five right there, right? I, I think we're going to see Jimmy G. If I'm not, I think we're going to see Jimmy G in week number five, and it wouldn't shock me. If week number nine at San Francisco, we saw Trey Lance. I'm just saying. Now, now listen, it's a year-to-year proposition. It truly is. But you know they want to get him some experience at some point, I would imagine. Week number nine, not a bad way to go. Now, again, it's all going to depend on whether or not Jimmy G is playing at a high level. I don't expect him to play at a high level. I don't think he's going to do well with his replacement right behind him.
3: Either that or history says he'll be injured by the time they get to week nine. So we'll see about that. And then speaking of rookies, you mentioned it earlier. How can you not look at your two opening games against the Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings and not think about Zabin Collins and Isaiah Simmons in the middle going against the likes of Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook and the play action, especially of Ryan Tannehill. That is a serious challenge for any rookie middle linebacker who I, we presume is going to be expected to make all the calls.
0: That's exactly right, Paulie. And we were talking to Buda Baker about this very thing. He might actually help him out, get involved in it. But those two teams right there are very, very similar because offensively they do. They pound the box, man. They line up and they run the ball in between the tackles and they do it very, very well. Mike Zimmer, are you kidding me? Mm. He loves that. Yep. And the same thing, Mike Frable, oh, my. Goodness, are you kidding me? He's a a physical player when he played. He's a physical minded coach right now. He demands that from his players. They're going to hammer, hammer, hammer the box and then use play action to throw the ball down the field for a, a couple of young inside linebackers right there. Boy, you're going to want to suck up and get in there and hit derrick Henry and hung on, you know you. And all of a sudden, they're going to throw it over your head, Paul. It's just going to be a mess.
3: Well look, we saw what the Niners did at Santa Clara last year week one early in that game. Raheem Mostert out of the backfield and they targeted Isaiah Simmons and it worked.
0: It will take incredible discipline. eye discipline from both those guys. Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins to actually hold up there and play well. It's not out of the realm of possibility by any stretch of the imagination. But having said that, it's going to be a difficult adjustment right there. You're a guy coming from college where you play checkers, Paul. Now all of a sudden you're going to be playing chess.
3: It's very interesting that the Cardinals' objective in the offseason, and you heard Steve Kime say it time and again, is to get more physical. Well, that's going to be tested right out of the gate.
0: Those two games right there, Paulie, again, you know, honestly... It's not like the Tennessee Titans are a very physical rush defense. Number 19, as a matter of fact, in the NFL. But... You know their coach demands that they are physical.
3: We heard Buda Baker say about the impact J.J. Watt is already having behind the scenes. Oh, Texting yeah. Texting guys, talking oh, to yeah. guys, <laughs> trying to get to know guys. It's uh, You know, firing those guys up and getting ready to play for this 2021 season. Once again, it's azcardinals.com slash game ticks. azcardinals.com slash game TIX. Special thanks to Four Peaks Brewing Company and Tempe for hosting us. And most of all, special thanks to all the Cardinals fans. Great to see the Red Sea again. We'll join you next week on the Big Red Rage.